Hi, this is Sydney from Texas, and this is my review. Title, I think you're my subconscious. Somehow, no matter what I'm going through, Shalene always seems to know what to say. I'm pretty sure she's me in 25 years, or what I hope to be. Shalene, you bring me the talking to I need from what seems like my subconscious with every show. I don't know how you do it, but please don't stop. I can't wait to enroll in your marketing academy. Love you. Made it. Yo, it is Car Smart Friday. Put your seatbelt on. I'm driving. Don't worry. You are safe. But we are going for a ride. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. This, I hope, is an eye-opening ride for us together today on the Car Smart Edition. It's meant to be, for some of you, kind of a slap in the face, a wake-up call, a call to arms, if you will. It's a fact check. It's a mirror check. It's a self-check. It's a check yourself before you wreck yourself kind of conversation. And it really has to do with the number of you that I get to talk to in social media. And I think often we're too close to ourselves to see what's really going on. You, my friend, are seeing too many obstacles. And that's why you keep running into obstacles. It's just a fact. You probably describe yourself as a very positive person. But very positive isn't good enough. Not for you. Not for the great things that God has planned for your life. A very positive person is great, but it's just, it's simply not enough. You need to be unwavering in your belief that anything is possible. You need to see potential. You need to see the path instead of seeing your obstacles. Destination fixation, you've heard that term before. It refers to the concept of whatever it is you focus on is what you're going to run into, both positive and negative. I learned this as a kid riding motorcycles. My dad taught us how to ride what's called trials, right? So it's when you're riding a motorcycle. It's a form of competition, or I don't know what you would call it, but like it's a way to compete on motorcycles, not for speed, but for agility on a course. So you have a special motorcycle called a trials bike, and you are judged by the number of times that you take your foot off of the bike and put your foot down so that you can kind of steady yourself, right? And you're usually on a pretty kind of treacherous obstacle course like it might be going over logs in the woods and then through some rocks and wet terrain and then through sand and things that are meant to kind of throw you off course it's not about speed it's about agility really more than anything and I'm not an expert this I haven't done it since I was a kid so maybe it's changed a lot or whatever but that was my recollection of it and I just remember having to like kind of weave in between obstacles like maybe a stump and a giant rock and it was really tight to get through that little tiny opening and maybe you've never rode a motorcycle before but I know you've ridden a bike before and you've had that moment where you have to squeeze through a certain spot or you're trying to avoid hitting the curb or something that's in the road and all done that where it's like okay I don't want to hit that but you're looking at it this happens when you're like skiing and snowboarding too It actually even happens, or people can experience this when they're learning how to drive. The first time you went on the highway, 
you remember how scary it was to just stay between the lines? And if you're looking at the two lines, it can really freak you out. Like you're looking to the right and you're looking to the left and you're looking at those lines because those are your obstacles or that's what's meant to keep you on course, but you want to stay straight ahead. So what happens in those situations is if you focus on the things that you don't want to hit, the place you don't want to go, that's where you freaking go. If you're skiing and you're like, I don't want to run into that kid, guess what? You're going to run into that kid. If you are on a motorcycle course riding trials and you're thinking to yourself, I don't want to hit that log, you will freaking hit that log because that's what you're fixated on. If instead you're only seeing where you're supposed to go, it's crazy how much calmer you feel, how much easier it is to navigate. You know, right now as I'm driving, I'm going around a really tight curve and I remember learning when I was driving that you don't look at the curve you look way out in the distance where you want to go and then you don't feel dizzied or overcorrect or undercorrect you just you go where you need to go it's like driving and right now you're driving your own destination like you've got a, a goal an objective a way you want your marriage to look you've got ideas and a belief or maybe even just a dream or an objective that you'd like to accomplish when it comes to your finances. Maybe someone in your family is really sick. Maybe your husband lost his job. Maybe your wife just is going through an awful bout of postpartum depression. Like whatever is going on, you have this vision of what you would like to have happen. And your mind either sees all of the reasons why it's not going to, or in other words, your mind sees the curb, your mind sees the lines in the road, your mind sees the log, your mind sees the obstacles. Your mind thinks that you're protecting yourself by seeing the dangers, but really what you're doing is you're fixating on a destination that you're trying not to hit and you're going to hit it. So if you're thinking to yourself like, we've got to rely on the church this month or we've got to, you know, we're never going to make it through this and I'd like to think that we're going to be able to turn this around, but there's this and there's that. And then my husband thinks this way. And so that makes it even 10 times worse. And, and I've also got the situation at my job where, and you just keep thinking of like all the, and this sucks and this could happen and that could happen. And if only this person would do such and such, then everything would be different. If only all these other people have it easier than me or have a shortcut or have, whatever. Like those are excuses and those are obstacles. And that's, believe it or not, what you're fixating on. I know you think you're a really positive person, but if you're allowing those things to come into your mind, you're giving them permission to take up space. You, yeah, you, like everything about your reality is a consequence of the way you think. Almost everything. I mean, there are acts of God for sure. And sometimes those things are unexplicable, but they're always meant for your best and your highest. Remember that. Like we can't control the things that have happened to us and we can't control the things that have happened in the past. But once they've happened, like everything else is 100% your responsibility. Like how you deal with it, how you think about it, how you respond to it, how you respond to other people, all of that, that's totally your responsibility. So you can keep talking about the fact that this person doesn't like you or this happened to you or that happened to you or this person isn't cooperating, etc. I don't have 
what this person has. I'm not as good looking. I'm not as young. I'm not as old. I'm not as experienced. I'm not as whatever. All of those things, anything that enters your mind as a potential reason why it won't happen or it's not happening fast enough, all of those things are obstacles that you are focusing on. And so that's what I wanted to call your attention to. I wanted to call attention to the fact that you're creating greater resistance by giving those things permission to enter into your mind. You see, you've got to sweep them away immediately. I'm not suggesting that you won't have these thoughts. I'm suggesting that you have to immediately brush them out of your head and replace them. And that's a daily constant behavior, action. It has to become a habit. You know, Brett recently did a podcast with me on a Friday where he said that myself and his dad were the most positive people. And I was really happy he said that because it made me recognize that I'm not positive 100% of the time. And that's my goal. I want to be positive 100% of the time so that I always believe it's possible. Anything that I want is possible and if it's not happening I have to think about how I might be allowing a negative obstacle to take residence in my head in my thinking and what I need to do to change that what you need to do to change that you have the ability to do amazing things but you've got to stop posting about any obstacles any bad day stop with hashtag vulnerable post this bad thing bad thing bad thing bad thing but I'm gonna get through it it's like you're still calling attention to it you're still giving it power you're still allowing it to manifest you're still giving it energy stop making excuses I know it would just be so much easier if people understood that you're going through a divorce I know that it doesn't seem fair that things are harder for you and that your spouse is dealing with a debilitating disease I know and people it would be easier and it would be great if people understood those things but by calling attention to them and calling attention to all the wrongs of your past you're giving those things more power you're focusing your attention on them and you're going to run into them and they're going to continue to be your obstacles unwavering positivity that's what you need don't become the obstacle see your destination see your ultimate goal and then reverse engineer that. Like, what is it gonna take for you to get there? When you run into obstacles, which you will, do not let them keep you down. Smile about them. Think, oh, that's cool. That was part of the learning. That was a lesson. That was an experiment. That was a failed attempt, which is gonna get me closer to doing it the right way the next time. Unwavering positivity. You can do anything you set your mind to, but it's up to you, only you, only you you no more excuses no more complaining about your finances no more saying but I'm in debt up to my eyeballs and I'm a single mom like I heard so many obstacles this week so many people reached out to me and said Shalene I want to do the marketing program they offer it's called the marketing impact academy this isn't about that but that it was crazy because all of the obstacles came out in your replies to me And it was like, wow, okay. And I said to so many people, you are not ready for this yet. You've got to fix your mind and your thinking first. Do that first. You can do anything you set your mind to, but girlfriend, boyfriend, it's up to you. 
take a cold, hard look in the mirror, splash some water on your face, and realize, all right, I got to start by fixing my thinking. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you Monday. Hi, this is Brooke Powers, Vice President at Smart Life. And I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products that we have. It's our push journal. And we created the push journal because we know that you want to be making progress towards your goals. And in order to do that, you need a better system to hold yourself accountable. The problem is you've tried countless planners and journals and nothing seems to stick, let alone be effective, which I'm sure can make you feel defeated. We believe it shouldn't be a burden to keep track of your productivity and hit your goals. We understand that motivation, organization, and sticking to a routine can be a struggle. We've motivated and helped thousands of people to identify and set goals and stay focused on daily tasks that increase productivity that actually help you hit your goals. Does this sound like you? This is all you need to do. Go to pushjournal.com and order your push journal set. While you're waiting for your journals, download the instruction booklet at pushjournal.com to get an early start on setting your push goal and to get a little taste of how the system works. Stop wasting money on goal-setting journals or programs that don't stick long-term. Instead, find confidence in using a push journal for life. Trust me, you'll be addicted just like me.